refrigerator acted the way he did, Jamil. No emotion. He's like, well, uh, well, uh. Now Matt, y'all know Matt. Matt was in tears. <laughs> Matt was in tears. <laughs> but anyway, God had released me, right? And I let me go. And so I prayed to God and went to some other churches where I know I could get that feeling. Hallelujah. Well, I knew could get that feeling, and I, yeah, I got the feeling, and y'all know I sang, and I did my thing, and blah, blah, blah. But something was missing, right? And nobody, God, you know, I don't just join churches. I, God has to, like, make it, make it plain for me to walk out. So I was doing that for a little while. Never once felt an urge to join anybody, like, but was hearing some good word, blah, blah, blah. So every morning I would work up on Sunday, and I said, Lord, where do you want me to go? Where do you want me to go? So finally he took me back to one church. He said, go back to one church. And I swear, y'all, if I could, I'd tell you, I'd have me and God had a moment <laughs> again. And he sent me right back here again because he let me know again, listen, are you going to do what you want to do or are you going to do what I want you to do? Are you going to grow or are you going to stay the same? Are you going to be comfortable? Or are you going to transform? You keep telling me you want to be a part of something great. Something great in God's eyes or something great in my, man's eyes. What do you want to do? Right? So, so me and God had that conversation. And I know probably you and God don't have those conversations. But I felt like a little child again. I was like, oh, okay, stupid, stupid, stupid. Here I am. My second miracle of why I was here was kind of a confirmation. And I know, Lord, hate the clock, hate the clock. Anyway, uh, you know, I uh, had been um, so upset or some, so uncertain being with one church because I was like, what do we believe and what do we do? And so uh, regardless of the great relationships that I was making with a lot of y'all who were sitting in the building, especially the new people that I didn't know before, who I just absolutely adore, love y'all, really, really do. Uh, I'm sorry, this mind is hard. I wish it went in the straight path. Um, but anyway, yeah, what was I talking about? Yeah, the second miracle. Um, you know, my, my friend Patrick and me and Heather and, and Ryan and Patrick have sat down and stuff together, did our thing, and really have become, you know, a little more than church members did our thing. And Heather and Ryan are such different people. Do y'all know them? I wish they were here. My God, they're, they're like something different. In a good way, by the way. Like me. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Some of y'all gonna give me some love. Anyway, uh, one of the things that Patrick has struggled with is, is his, his family. His, whether uh, his, his brother was killed. and He has a whole lot of brothers and sisters. One of his brothers is uh, struggling with drugs. And for the past two years, Heather and uh, Rochelle, I didn't know this until it happened, have been praying that uh, Patrick's brother who's on drugs finds some answers, some solutions. You know, you know, if anybody's had anybody in their life on drugs, it's just such a struggle to see somebody go down a dark path and you can't do anything about it. But anyway, he had continued to do this. Well, anyway, Heather, and I, who I wish she was here, was driving on the street and on her way to work. And she passed by this gentleman she'd never seen him before. And she's like, oh, God, I just passed 
by a gentleman and it's 29 degrees outside and what makes this black gentleman so different looking and he has no coat on he has no sock he has no shoes on he just has no socks a t-shirt some sweatpants and he looks lost he's standing barefoot just looks lost and nobody is stopping to see about him so anyway she passes by and then she says god tells her to go around the corner and go back and talk to this guy so i was like okay she continues to tell the story and she said something after she stops and says are you okay she asked him his name she said he said his name was logan and he thought he was in Trimble County or somebody, somewhere, right? So anyway, she is so compelled by whatever prayers Rochelle, her, and Pat and him had, you know, whatever, that she takes a picture of this gentleman and sends it to Patrick about 7 o'clock in the morning and says, Patrick, I've never seen your brother, but is this Kagan? And it was. It was him. It was him. She had never seen him before. He wakes up. Oh, my God, it's my brother, you know. And, and he, she said, uh, <laughs> I wish she was here to tell the story. She said, God just know how to get my attention. Put a black homeless boy in my, in my path who has no coat. And she said, it just make me stop. And, then, and what amazed me about this story, y'all, and I'll make it short. This, this is the short part. Is that for some reason, God allowed me to stay here to witness this miracle. Right? Because the miracle was for more than one person, right? The miracle was, yes, Kagan got help through Heather, right? But Heather was telling me that she had felt a, a loss or a wayness from God because she had given up the ministry. So she had felt like she hadn't been hearing from God and she hadn't been talking to God, right? So that morning she said God was talking to her. So that was the miracle for her. The miracle for Patrick is that I've been praying for two years for God to do something about my brother. And although I can't actively be a part of it by finding him, now God has presented me to be a part of this. But the blessing and the miracle of it for me, for me, in observing all that is, Lord, 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 please let me be Romans 12 and 1 like she was. Heather, don't be in such a rush, George, when you're on the way to work that you don't see the one standing without any shoes, without a coat on, that's in need. And I've urged you. God says, I've done my job. I've urged your heart, but you're in such a rush, George, that you won't stop. And by you not stopping, not only do you not realize that, I, that you can be a part of the blessing, but that I'm still in the miracle-working business. I'm still the same God that heals and delivers and, and reaches the light. So I, I, just, I just called you to tell you that if I had gave up on the promise of God, I wouldn't have seen that miracle. Right? If I would have went with God and sat in places where it was comfortable for me, because that although that's where I'm not assigned, that's where I want to be, right? Right? Like the Israelites, I want to go back to being in bondage, right? Because bondage is familiar. It's familiar. It's comfortable because that's all that I know. But if I want to go to the new places, the places that he's given me, Canaan, right? The land of milk and honey, which I don't know what milk and honey is, right? Because my lips have not tasted and my eyes have not seen and my ears have... I'm going to go on. But all I'm saying is that if you and I are willing to present our bodies 
which God feels are precious living sacrifices, then God can then put us plus him together then to transform. But if we're not willing to do that, then we don't get to transform. I'm going to tell you, my brother, Levin, and I'm, I'm, then I'm going to sit down. Yes, we always start with our people. Yes, we want our transformation to begin with our families. But don't wait for that to be your starting place. It may not start in your home, but if you're on with this transformation thing, it will end up in your home. You'll get it, but you'll start to see miracles all around you. Transformation. It'll start with you. Transformation. Stephanie's going to come, and I'm, I'm sorry, but anybody want to present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, and anybody just tired of going through the same old things and wondering why you're not seeing the miracles of God? Maybe it's because you ain't presented your body a living sacrifice. Maybe it's because you're not willing to to take the assignment God has for you. All you're willing to do is receive the blessing that he has in store for you. But I tell you today, my beloved, we're we going to transform. Because success for me is a well done. It's not a bigger paycheck. I make more money now than I ever do in my life, and I don't have anything. Amen. Come on, can y'all give George a hand? We originally had planned to sing another song, but I felt like this was just appropriate. Oh, I've heard a thousand stories of what they think you're like, but I heard the tender whispers of love in the dead of night as you tell me that. You are perfect. 